Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited about what's going to happen next year? Hallelujah. There's no telling what kind of revival we can have next year. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited to be here. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to be here and bringing the word today. I give him honor. Give honor to Pastor Mark and their families. Love you all. I hope you all had a nice Christmas in honoring Jesus Christ, and hopefully you got what you wanted. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to impart to you something that's been on my heart. Uh, I know that this has been a year of trying, a year of test, a year of separation, but it's also a year that we're going to leave behind. Amen. Hallelujah. I I refuse to take 2020 into 2021. Amen. If you have your Bibles, why don't you turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter 50, verses 20. Thank you for standing for the reading of the Word of God. Hallelujah. I'm excited about connect groups. Amen. There's a lot of great things happening here. If you don't have a church, this is your church. Amen. We welcome you to make this church your church. Hallelujah. If you're online and you need a place to hear, to listen, or even to attend physically, you're welcome to do that here at this church. Amen. We are going places. We refuse to stay in the Molly Grubs. We're going forward in Jesus' name. We're going to go ahead and move into 2021. Hallelujah. We're going to move with the power of God, with the man of God. Hallelujah. And we're going to see great things accomplished. Amen. Can I get an amen this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 20. But as for you, you thought it evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is in this day to save much people. But as for you, you thought it evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring it to pass as it is in this day to save much people. Hallelujah. Why don't we bow our heads and go before the Lord. Lord, I pray, God, that your power would be here. Your healing power, your mending power, the Holy Ghost would be poured out. Hallelujah. That you would comfort, encourage, and love today, God. I pray that you would anoint me for your service, God. That you would anoint me, Lord, for their sake, Lord, never for my sake. I give you honor. I give you praise. I give you glory. Hallelujah. As I stand here, God, as a beacon of hope, God, preaching this precious gospel to a precious church, Lord. And everyone say amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. The end of 2020 is near. Hallelujah. It is a year that I would like to forget. If you could take all of my years, and I'm not much past 21, but if you could take all those years, 2020 would be the year that I would erase from my life. Hallelujah. I lost my father three months ago. Last Sunday, my mom was laid to rest and went to go meet her maker. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Sickness has been in my home. Stress, pandemic issues. Hallelujah. Election issues. Fear, uncertainty. But I'm leaving 2020 here. 
Hallelujah. I got good news for you. I refuse to stay in the pit. I refuse to stay here in 2020. I'm looking forward to God doing great things. Hallelujah. And today we're going to speak the word of God. We're going to speak some things into our spirit. And we're going to be a different church. Hallelujah. In 2021. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want to speak to the crisis and the pandemics that the pandemic has caused. I'm not so much looking at the pandemic. We all know it's here. We've preached about it. Amen. But I want to preach to the little crises in your life. Hallelujah. The little things, and you know what I'm talking about this morning, the little things that have creeped into our lives and try to destroy our marriages and try to destroy our finances. It came in, hallelujah, very subtle, amen, and it's trying to put depression on us and stress. I want to speak to those things today. Hallelujah. Hopelessness, amen, confusion, amen, hallelujah. Some of us are confused in this time. Is there a God? Hallelujah. Does he still heal? Yes, he does. And so my title today is coming out of the crisis better. Hallelujah. You know what I have done, church? I've decided to come out better. Hallelujah. I've decided to not let this world's crisis affect my walk with God. I have decided that it's not going to affect my revival. It's not going to affect my church. It's not going to affect my healing. It's not going to affect my pastor. It's not going to affect us. I have made that decision. Hallelujah. Come on. But I chose this. I have chosen this. Hallelujah. You got to make your own choices. Together as a church, we must choose to move forward. We must choose to have revival. Hallelujah. We must choose to be strong. We must choose to keep it together. Hallelujah. These are choices that I have made. Hallelujah. I chose this. Hallelujah. 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 Or maybe you're feeling weak. During this time, maybe it's, it's just made you weak. And every day is, is a doldrum, as pastor has preached here. It's just there where the wind is not blowing and your cells are not moving. You're just there in one place. Nothing is going right. Nothing is there, hallelujah, to be proud of. Nothing is there to be talked about, amen. Maybe it's your weakness that God is willing, hallelujah, to do that work. He said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Can I get an amen this morning? But I've made up my mind to come out better. Hallelujah. I went ahead and I, as, as I've been analyzing this situation this last, what, nine, ten months uh, of the pandemic in our lives, I've made a decision to come out better. Come on. I've made that decision. I refuse to let it affect me. Hallelujah. We know that I just lost my parents, but I refuse to let that affect my walk with God. I refuse to let these little crises in our lives affect our revival for next year in Jesus' name. If there's anything that my mother and my father would have wanted, they would have said, move on, Mark. Have revival in Jesus' name. They tell me that in Florence, Italy, there is a sculpture of David. They call it the masterpiece of the Renaissance. 
Hallelujah. It was created in marble between 1501 and 1504 by the Italian artist Michelangelo. It stands 17 feet tall and it weighs approximately six tons. They say that in 1464, the uh, opera contacted Agostino to create this sculpture of David. It was just a block of marble they found in northern Tuscany. It was just a piece of marble, and they brought it, hallelujah, that he might start on this masterpiece, this sculpture from the master, hallelujah. Agostino only got to the beginning to shape the legs and the feet and the torso, hallelujah. He didn't get very far. And then the history tells us that his association with the project stopped. It just ceased. He said, no more. They can't figure out why he stopped. They don't know what happened in his life. They attribute it to the death of his mentor, Donatello. But somewhere along the line, the master stopped. The master craftsman stopped. I'm here to tell somebody things may not be looking right, but we're not going to stop in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We may come out of this crisis wounded. We may come out of this crisis limping. Hallelujah. But we're not going to stop. Why? Because we have a prophetic word over this church. We have a promise from God. And we have a man of God that's willing to lead us into 2021. Hallelujah. They don't know why he gave up. He just quit. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not a quitter. I don't just quit. I don't walk out on my marriage, and I don't walk out on my church, and I don't walk out on my children. Hallelujah. I know things have been tough, and I know stress creates a lot of animosity in the home. I, I know that. I live in this, in this world, too. Amen. But for some reason, he threw in the towel, and he said, no more. I'm done. Hallelujah. So the block was there. Hallelujah. It stayed untouched for 10 long years, Brother Tony. It stayed untouched. And then Antonio Rossellini, he tried to salvage the piece. But he, too, quickly deemed that the marble was unusable. Hallelujah. I'm here to speak to somebody who feels like they're unusable. I'm here to tell you that there is a master coming. He is the master craftsman, and he's going to begin to work on your situation. Can I get an amen this morning? The enemy would like to tell you that you're unusable. He'd like to tell you that you're no good. He'd like to tell you that you messed up. Hallelujah. Well, my God, hallelujah, is a God that takes the messed up person and makes them straight. You're looking at a man, hallelujah, that was messed up. I am actually embarrassed to tell you how messed up I was. I couldn't even hold a conversation with somebody face to face. My self-esteem was to the ground. But God took me and he made me a preacher. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're here today, hallelujah, I'm here to tell you that God can do anything. He is in the business of taking something that is broken and something that is stale and begin to make it into a masterpiece. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. I'm mad. 
I'm not staying in 2021. Hallelujah. I told myself, I said, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to do something crazy. I don't know if y'all think like me. You probably don't. You probably don't think like me. You know what I thought? I thought, you know what? I'm going to flip the script. What, what, what's that mean, Mark? Hell, yes, I talked to myself. I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to take what the enemy meant for bad. I'm going to take the scripture. I'm going to take the text, and I'm going to apply it to my. I tell you, church, you haven't seen the revival that is going to be here in 2021. If you would get this in your spirit and say, you know what? I'm not staying here. I'm moving forward. I'm walking. Where are you going? I'm going to 2021. I'm going to the prophetic word. Hallelujah. So it was there, and it was for 10 long years. The elements hit this block of marble. It was there. It was called unusable. It was called uh, ruined. It was called imperfect. Oh, man, I'm, I'm telling you all my names right now. Hallelujah. I had one guy tell me, he said, Mark, I just want you to know that you're very eccentric. I didn't know if that was a compliment or not because I had no idea what it meant. So I looked it up when I got home, and he was right. I'm eccentric. I'm different. Amen. But that's okay. That's all right to be different. Hallelujah. If God made us all alike, we'd all be like robots. I don't want to be a robot. I want to choose my destiny. I want to choose my future. I want to say, no, I'm not going to stay here. I refuse the doldrums. Get me a towboat and get me out of here. Hallelujah. So it sat there for 10 years. Called it all these names. But the opery decided it was time to finish the masterpiece. Get this, church. Leonardo da Vinci was consulted. He said no. He didn't work out. And other great master craftsmen, they were in the bid, and they didn't get it. But Michelangelo, young people, at the age of 26 years old, I'm close to that. Amen. 26 years old, he convinced them. How do you get a 26-year-old? Going against all these elders and say, no, 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 no. I'm the man. You know what? You know what was in Michelangelo? He had something that was going to drive him. He had something inside of him saying, I can do this. Hallelujah. He made choices to do better. He made choices to, to, to make a masterpiece out of nothing. And he convinced them. He didn't win the contract. He didn't win the bid. He didn't raise his hand. He convinced them. He says, no, I'm going to do this. I, I'm telling you this morning, I am convincing the spirit world that I am having revival in 2021. Yeah. Hallelujah. So it sat there. Hallelujah. He convinced them. And finally, he got the bid at 26 years old. He said, I'm going to do it. A month later, he began to work on it. He worked day and night. Hallelujah. Through the elements, he worked there. Hallelujah. It had, it had now sat there for 26 long years. Hallelujah. If you take the, 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 the 26 and the 10, that's 36 long years that this lump of marble stayed. They called it unusable, but the master said, I can do something with it. I can make it into something that is 
beautiful. I can make it into something that it's worth something. It has value. I can make it. I can do it. Hallelujah. Our God is a master craftsman and he wanted to, he wants to take you and he wants to make you valuable in your life. Amen. September 13th, a month after he was awarded the contract, he began to work, hallelujah, on this massive statue. Two years he put into this statue, this sculpture, and he shaped it, hallelujah, and he made it into something beautiful. And in June of 1504, David now sits, hallelujah, at the Palazzo Vecchio in Florence, Italy, hallelujah. The master got a hold of something that was unfinished. If you feel like you're unfinished and your life just doesn't seem complete you're in the right place this morning hallelujah you know why because i got a scripture for you if you feel like you're unfinished philippians 1 6 says being confident of this very thing that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it that is a promise that is better than gold hallelujah they say that our money is backed up by bonds hallelujah and it used to be backed up by gold but i'm here to tell you that scripture is precious than gold more precious than gold it is more concrete it is more solid it will happen in jesus name hallelujah but joseph he said Y'all thought you were hurting me. Hallelujah. You thought because you, you sold me and you threw me in a pit, uh, you meant it for bad. But God was able to take something that was bad and be, and he was able to flip it. Hallelujah. He was able to put the process in reverse, the dynamics in reverse. Hallelujah. And he was able to make something great out of something that was nothing and that was damned to this to hell he was he didn't have a future he didn't have a he didn't have a hope in his life but god chose to take what he had and he began to make it into something beautiful can i get an amen this morning hallelujah we know that joseph was was the favorite amen we know that his father loved him and his excuse was that he was the son of his old age amen so he he made him a coat of many colors uh and then his brother started getting a little jealous uh of him which hallelujah is it's normal behavior to be jealous amen uh i was thinking on my way to church today why do people betray people and and it happens all the time and then and then i felt like like god had had, had impressed on me that because it's their human nature they were just being natural. They were jealous. Hallelujah. And then it made it worse when he started to have a dream. Hallelujah. We all got dreams in here today. We all got dreams that are hurting right now. Some dreams right now, you're questioning your dream. Well, I'm here to tell you, don't let your dream die. Don't let it stay there. Hallelujah. Keep your dream alive. Hallelujah. Speak it. Hallelujah, in the morning in prayer. Come on. Speak it while you're fasting in Jesus' name. Speak it while you're talking to your neighbor. Hey, I got a dream. What you going to do? I'm going to be in the choir. Hallelujah. I remember I was in the choir at one time. Hallelujah. And I remember the choir director, he was, he said, somebody right around in this area is out of tune. 
I got the message. Hallelujah. I slipped out. Became a preacher. Hallelujah. Hey, you know what? You can do something in the church. I may not be able to sing. Lord, help me. But I can preach. Let me help. Let me help. Hey, pastor, you got a spot open? It's a busy man. He doesn't tell you, but he's got influence all over the place. He doesn't have to have me up here. But you know what? Hey, I'm tugging on his coattail. Hey, just give me a little bit. I just want to do what God called me to do. Just let me preach to some people. Let me help somebody along the way. Hallelujah. Let me help them. Let me encourage somebody along the way. He doesn't need me. Hallelujah. But let me preach. You're here today and you have a dream. You may not be a drummer. But you can do something for God. You can be a greeter. You can be an usher. Hallelujah. When I was on the usher staff, I was proud. Ask Sister Durant. I tried to kick people out. She wouldn't let me. She said, I'm going to kick you out, Chavez. I said, well, but brother, brother Blair's acting up, Sister Durant. You're going to get kicked out. But I enjoyed what I was doing. you got to find joy in what you're doing. You can't hit a home run until you get on base and find joy in the little things. You know, Paul had it right. He had it right. He said, find, find the little things and find joy. Be content in the little things of your life. And the dream will come true. You can't lose your dream. This is a time of, uh, of stress, and, and it's a time of decision. We don't make decisions in this, this time right now. You can't make, but you know why? Because we're not thinking right. All we're hearing is negative talk. So if you're thinking about leaving, hang on. Wait a little longer. Come on. Hallelujah. Wait a little longer. This is not the time to make major decisions. That, this, is, this is textbook 101. We should know these things. Hallelujah. I've been discouraged in this time. I've been confused in this time. I'm a human like you. But you don't make major decisions now. Hallelujah. I might as well stay there. We don't make those decisions right now. Brother Blair, what do you do? We just hang on and stay in the boat. The man of God is leading us. We just stay in the boat. Why? Because Paul said, if you all stay on the boat, you're all going to be saved. Not one hair on your head will be touched in Jesus' name. Just stay in the boat. Hallelujah. So his brothers betrayed him. Because they were human. They were jealous. They were mad. I want to do this. I want to be a singer like Sister Waddle. Hallelujah, Sister Ashley. I want to be a singer like that. I'm going to tell you a story. Me and Pastor were here. We were singing along with Sister Ashley. And I reached over to him. And I said, hey, I like to sing like that. He said, we're, we're preachers. We're not singers. I got to get him. He got me two weeks ago. Put me under the gun right there. Hallelujah. 
But he said, we're, he said, we're not singers. So we, we toned it down a little bit. Man, I was trying to hit every high over here. You can't do it with Sister Ash. You just can't do it. Just stop. Hallelujah. Clap louder. <laughs> Amen. But 2021, we don't have to go in sad. I can feel it. We can go in glad. You can, you can go into 2021 glad. Come on, can I get an amen this morning? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. They cast him into a pit, and the pit had no water. I like Joseph. He, he may have been the favorite, and he probably should have kept it zipped, and he got himself in trouble. But I like him because he was in a pit. And then here came along the Midianites for 20 pieces of silver. His own brother sold him. Now, I wouldn't have a problem if my enemy sold me or sold me out. Hallelujah. I wouldn't have a problem if a distant cousin sold me, Brother Blair. But I would have a problem if my brothers betrayed me. Hallelujah. But what happened to him? He stayed there and he stayed there. And then they, they picked him up after they sold him and they took him to Egypt. Hallelujah. They took that pretty coat he made and they threw, or, or his father made for him. They threw blood all over it. They took it to his father and said, he's dead. A wild animal took him. He's gone. And his father rent his clothes as he believed this report that was not true. And it ruined him. It just tore him up. He wouldn't even eat for days. He, he, he was depressed. Hallelujah. It was, it, was, it was a bad thing. He had just lost his son of the old age. His favorite son. Hallelujah. So here we have uh, uh, Joseph on the, uh, on the, on the uh, auction block. He's there. He's sitting down there. And, and, and uh, I don't know. He could have been buffed out like me. I don't know. Maybe Potiphar saw him and said, hey, he looks strong. He looks like Chavez. Get him. Hallelujah. And so uh, they saw him on the auction block. Hallelujah. What am I saying? I'm telling you a story. What am I saying? Listen to the story. Took him from the auction block. Somebody saw him that he was usable. Pastor takes us and helps us and nurtures us and brings us to a place that we are usable. Hallelujah. Him and God, right? God, pastor, father, uh, wife, uh, kids, right? The anointing. Oh, okay, let me clarify. The anointing flows from up down, right? Hallelujah. It goes God, pastor, husband, wife, kids, right? Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was in the right place this morning. But he takes him. Hallelujah. Somebody was in his corner. Joseph could have just sat there and said, oh, I ain't no good. I'm not going to do nothing. All this bad. Why don't we quit? Stop focusing on ourselves. I got issues too. You just heard my issues. And I haven't even told you all of them. Hallelujah. I haven't told you the sickness we're dealing with my daughter. I haven't told you that. I don't want to put that on you. Hallelujah. Why don't we just focus on God 
and focus on revival. Trust me, if you if you get do, get, get busy doing his business, he, he said, I'll work all this stuff out. I'll provide your shelter. I'll go ahead and I'll bring the food in. I'll, I'll give you a job. Hallelujah. Instead of sitting there depressed because you lost your job, why don't you just lift him up and keep serving him and he'll get you a better one. Hallelujah. I remember I was, it was Christmas time. I told this story here, but I'm going to tell it again. 2020, hey amen. We'll leave it in 2020. But uh, my boss met me at the steps. When your boss meets you at the steps before you walk in the building, beware. <laughs> he looked at me. He said, let's take a walk. <laughs> oh, man. When they tell you, let's take a walk, beware. Hallelujah. He said, we're, things ain't going right. He says, we're going to have to let you go. And I said, uh, why? Am I doing something wrong? No, nope, you did nothing wrong. He said, we're just going to have to let you go. So I said, all right, that's fine. He says, I I was an account manager at that time. He said, you're a manager. I don't have to explain to you. I I don't have to have a a reason just just that we're going to let you go. I said, okay. I said, that's fine. This was years ago. So I remember driving home during Christmas time, knowing that at that time I didn't have seven kids. I probably had about three or four. Hallelujah. But I was weeping and crying and alone. And I knew that God was doing something to me. But I was crying, and I was so broken. And, and, and I wasn't crying for myself. It, those of you that know me, I'm really not about myself. You might think differently, but it's not true. I'm not about myself. My wife said, what do you want for Christmas? I want to get you something nice for Christmas. I said, just get the kids stuff. I'm not about myself. When you have seven kids, you cannot be about yourself. You have to be about others. And so in my mind, I'm crying, I'm weeping, and I'm weeping because... I'm not going to be able to provide for my family. I wasn't crying because I, I liked that cash in my pocket. I never even saw my checks. Hallelujah. I was crying because I wasn't going to be able to do my God-given duty as a husband and a man of God. Hallelujah. And what did God do? He gave me a better job. Hallelujah. He gave me something better. Hallelujah. He gave me, uh, if you knew my story, and I've told, uh, uh, I've been through some jobs, but God has opened some really, really, really wild doors. Um, I mean, I've had jobs where I went to this job fair, real quick, because I have a lot to say. I went to this job fair, and, and uh, they were already closing up shop. Sister Durant's, they were just there. So I said, hey, I just want to hand you my resume. I was mad at my wife. We'd gotten into an argument, you know, no job, and, and, you know, animosity comes, stress comes. And I said, I'm not going. You made me late. I'm not going. So I sat in the parking lot and something said, go, just go. Just obey your wife and go. Hallelujah. (laughs) So I went in. Hallelujah. Now you know the truth. All right. So I went in and I said, hey, I just want to leave this. They were shutting down all the little tents they have. You've been there. Hallelujah. And it's a job fair, right? They got all these tents, different companies. So I just hanged it. And she she looked at me. She said, "Uh, Gala Winery. Yeah, I worked at a winery. She said, hey, you want a job? I said, oh, I want a job. She said, go see those people. I passed the test. She hired me without even giving me an interview. And my wife kept telling me, you're not hired. I said, she just called me, told me to go buy some clothes. I got to buy boots. 
and I got to buy some jeans. I said, because this is a job, this is part of the uniform. She says, you're not hired because they didn't interview you. She called me up the Friday before. We're, this is how God works. Hallelujah. When God says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. He doesn't need people. Come on. Hallelujah. She called me up, Brother Blair, that Friday. She says, you know what? I said, what? She says, we didn't interview you. And I'm going, oh, Lord, my, my, my wife was right. Believe it or not, she was right. She says, can you get over here? I said, what are you talking about? Can you get here in 15 minutes? Hallelujah. It's almost like God said, you're going to give him that job. I gave him that job. And an interview is not going to stop it. I, sh I showed up. I talked to this guy for five minutes. He said, I'd like to present you this job with benefits, union, more money than I, when I was making. You're starting on Monday. I said, can I call my wife? He said, go call your wife. I was shouting. I was literally shouting at Gallo Winery. But I didn't care. You know why? Because God had just performed a miracle in my life. Hallelujah. This, at this time, let him do what he's got to do. He knew this was coming. Did you really think that he didn't have a clue? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Got that job. I started a GW. GW, 13 bucks an hour. Hallelujah. $13 an hour. I was working with kids. I could have I was like in my 30s. I could have sat there and complained. I could have been bitter with God and said, hey, why do I look at, I, I'm the oldest guy here. I know I don't look that old, but I was the oldest guy there. I was, and in my mind, I'm going like, okay, I'm just going to do what I do. What do I do? I choose to work hard. I choose to work when others aren't working. In less than a year, I went from a GW to a GL to a level four. I skipped level one, two, and three. I was making big bucks. Hallelujah. Amen. I had a good job. I was on the, in, the, in the top of, of that company. There, there, there was a whole new area. It was, had the latest of technology, Brother Waddle. It had everything. And I got picked to start that area. Hallelujah. When God does something, he does it right. Hallelujah. I remember they had training. They brought in food. There was only about 30 of us. We were the best in the company. I got handpicked, amen, to go and to start this brand new uh, area department, amen, for Gallo Winery. Everything was robotic. They trained us. They brought in people from all over the world to show them these new machines. When God does something, he does it right. Hallelujah. I can sit here and tell you my life story, and it would blow your mind what he has done for me. But Joseph was there. He got, he got put into Potiphar's house. Amen. And he got falsely accused. But you know what I like about Joseph? When he went into prison, he didn't stop. What are you doing, Joseph? I'm a dreamer. Hey, Joseph, we had a couple of guys uh, had a couple of dreams. Good. That's my gift. God gave it to me. Yeah, but I'm in social distancing right now. I'm in isolation. That's okay. That's your gift. Hallelujah. What did he do? 
He began to interpret those dreams. That God, God had given him a gift to interpret dreams. And he also gave him a gift of having dreams. It was prophetic dreams. Things that would happen in the future. Hallelujah. He didn't sit there and die spiritually. And, and, and if you're down and out, I'm just here to encourage you. But he didn't call it quits. He said, oh, he said, oh, I got someone dreaming. Where are they at? <laughs> I know the answer. Hallelujah. And it got him out of prison. Hallelujah. He was alone. Hallelujah. He was there. His own brothers betrayed him. He was in a bad situation, but he still wanted to work what God had given him. He wanted to take the gift that God gave him and put it into use. You may not be hitting home runs this morning, but just get up to bat and swing and get on base. That's all God needs you to do. Hallelujah. Shema. He sat there in the bean field. You want to know why he sat there alone? Everybody else left him. This is one of David's mighty men. Everyone hit the road, Brother Garcia. Everybody said, hey, we're out of here. They're coming to take the crops. Let's just give it to them. Hmm. Listen to those words. Let's just give it to them. We don't want a conflict. Come on. You better stand up to the enemy. You may not like a conflict, but you, you have a right to use the name of Jesus. And he is a warrior. And he will fight for you. He'll battle for you. And Shema stood there. And he stayed there. And he swung. He chose this, church. You're not hearing me this morning. He chose this. He could have ran. Hallelujah. But he chose this. He chose to stay and fight. We got to choose to keep our revival. Do you think that God can't take revival and take it to another church? And we can't do it by ourselves. We need your help because you're a part of the church. What does that mean? That means just stay in the boat. Stay strong. There ain't nothing big happening right now, but stay strong. Hallelujah. Flip it on the enemy. Take what he meant for bad and turn it into good. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, when you do that, he can't mess with you. You want to know why? Because his only weapon was bad. And when he threw bad your way, you took bad and you're saying, okay, I'm going to use your bad and I'm going to come out of this crisis stronger. I'm going to use social distancing and, and isolation, and I'm going to use it to study. Hello? I'm going to use this time that I have instead of Molly grubbing and hallelujah, here, here it is, and getting on Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, that's for you, Pastor. But, but still, it's like you're chatting with people. Come on. Come on. Why don't you, the trajectory has to change just a bit. We're just off course a little bit. We've just missed the mark a little bit. Hallelujah. We're here. And, and here's the negative part. But we just got to get back into faith. We just got to get back into the, the, the promises of God. We just got to get back into the, the straight, the target, the vision. Hallelujah. The prophetic word that's been uh, pronounced, uh, hallelujah, over our church. Hallelujah. 
I am closing soon. Hallelujah. I told you I had a lot to say. Gideon, he was in the wine press. He was hiding. He was social distancing. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was by himself. What was he doing? He was planting wheat. Why? Because every seven years, the Midianites would come. And the Bible says they didn't just come to steal the substance. Come on now. I'm going to preach right now. They came just to destroy the substance. The enemy just wants to destroy you. He just wants to stop on everything you did. Hallelujah. He just wants to take you down. He wants to beat you down. Hallelujah. I can justify stealing for your children. I can't justify going over there and just stomping on their substance and leaving. Hallelujah. But that's what the enemy wanted. But you know why Gideon was called a man of valor? He didn't even know he was great. I'm telling you right now that some of you are great. And those that want to be great can be great for God. But the decision is yours. Hallelujah. I can't make the decision for you this morning. I just want to impart something that's on, on my heart. That the decision is yours. To either get back in the groove of things of living for God. Or to sit there in the pit and complain. But you want to know why Gideon was, was uh, called a man of valor? It wasn't because he was slaying lions like David. Hallelujah. He wasn't slaying any bears. And he was, as a matter of fact, he was hiding. But you want to know why I got this? Hallelujah. As, as I started doing the research, he was called a man of valor because he kept planting. Whew. He kept planting. He knew they were going to take it. Come on, you're not hearing me this morning. Keep planning. Job is there not going on? Yes, there is. You just haven't seen it yet. Keep planning. Keep working. And the fruit will come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He had no clue. He was a man of valor. As a matter of fact, I believe he... he it, it, the scripture alludes to that he, he didn't even know he was, that the angel was talking to him. You are more powerful than you think. You are an overcomer in Jesus' name. But we can't have you there. We need you to get back in here. Why is that so important, Brother Chavez? Why can't you just go home? You know why I can't go home? Because we have a prophetic word. We have a vision set by our man of God. And if he says get out there and preach it, I'm going to get out there and preach it. Hallelujah. Because that's what I was called to do. We're going to get through this in Jesus' name. We're going to have revival together in Jesus' name. As a matter of fact, I'm going to speak something. We're going to get our children back. Our wives back. Our husbands back. Hallelujah. We're going to get our revival back. We're going to get our joy back. Hallelujah. They hung their haps, their harps in Babylon. By the rivers of Babylon, we sat down and yea, we wept. And we remembered Zion. They had remembered the good times, church. It feel a little bit like now. They remembered what it was like to, when we had mass people here praying and weeping and God swaying and the spirit of the Lord swaying over these beautiful people as the ministry laid hands on them and they would begin to life-changing experiences would happen here. We miss that. 
We missed that. They remembered Zion. Hallelujah. And they were sad. So we hanged our hearts upon the willows in the midst thereof. For they that carried us away into captive, they required us a song. And they that wasted us required us mirth, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. And they responded with, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? We're in a strange land right now, folks. And some of us have grabbed our heart and we hung it right there. And we said, oh, we're going to stop. We're not going to sing no more. And we're not going to play. Hallelujah. But Isaiah said, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for the morning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. Hallelujah. I decided in 2021 that I'm taking my church back. I'm taking my revival back and I'm coming out stronger. That's a choice. That's a choice I've made. Travis, you ain't been through nothing. Well, we all got different things to struggle about and we all go through different things. But I made a choice to support him at any cost. Hallelujah. That's the truth. Why? He's a man of God. When he gets tired, I want to get under his arms and lift him. I just want to be one of those guys. I know you got a lot of men that are here that are men of God. But I want to be one that says, hey, maybe you're going to have to rotate us, Pastor. I'm okay with that. But when it's my turn, I want to get his hands up. And I want to hold him high. Because I know if I hold him high, that the victory is on the way. Can we stand, hallelujah, all across the building? Why don't we raise our hands and praise him this morning? Come on, church, I preached my heart out this morning to you. Come on, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, come on, there ought to be a shout of praise. Come on, through your masks, a shout of praise this morning. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to say one more thing. I want to say one more thing before we close and we have prayer. Hallelujah. We got five, six spots up here. Make use of them, please. God gave me this, this thought, and he said, well, the wineskins, they got to be renewed. And, and I couldn't figure out where it went. About a month ago, I grabbed my wine sticks book out, or, or uh, wineskins. I brought it out, and I began to research, and I came up with nothing until last night. God said, I got to get rid of the old wineskins because there's new wine coming. Come on. 
and it's not going to the old wineskins can't hold the new wine of revival that's coming hallelujah i'm gonna have to put them through this mark i'm gonna stop everybody because i need new wineskins because there's new wine coming hallelujah come on let's praise him let's thank him for that come on hallelujah we love you jesus we love you jesus hallelujah 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 we love you jesus thank you lord we love you come on across the building come on hallelujah hallelujah raise your hands make a decision to make things different come on come on this place ought to be full amen thank you for listening special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry it is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.